Hello, and welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast, a podcast where tips, techniques, and tools are shared with those who want to be a more efficient, effective, and aware leader in life, in their profession, and as a boss. Thank you so much for being here. I want you to keep listening for more authentic and organic ways to live your best life. On today's show, I am sharing the results of my April showers challenge. Now, I don't know if you were listening um, for the past month, all of April, but I was talking about various things that I was making changes to in my life, in for my body, spirit, and my business. And so today I will share the results with you. I shared a little bit with you um, on my YouTube channel. So if you have not seen that, I'll make sure I'll link that in the show notes. Um, and I'm sure you can listen to some of the various podcasts for the month of April to give you a sense of what was going on. But I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do a challenge for yourself. And if you want to know why, then definitely keep listening. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. All right, guys, so I am chilling here at my house. It's raining outside, and um, I wanted to sort of talk to you about this challenge, this April shower challenge. I know that in a previous podcast, I wanted, I encouraged you to do a challenge of your own, but I really think that it's important for us to, whether we call it a challenge or we just decide to do something different to get a different result, that we give ourselves that gift because it really does grow us um, in so many ways. For me, it was all about growing my mind, my the way I think, what I'm thinking about, what I spend time thinking on, like what I give um, that valuable space in my head, and also my body. Um, I've been um, on a journey to lose weight, to be healthy. I was diagnosed with diabetes a couple of years ago, and I've never wanted to go on medicine. Um, And I tried to remedy that doing the keto diet, but my body did not like that. And I ended up having pancreatitis because it was overworked. Um, I learned a lot about um, what the pancreas does in that time period. And I realized that that high fat was not the ticket for me. And so I wanted to sort of do something different and try something that could potentially help my body to be healthy, but not just be healthy but um, practice being good to it in that time period and what that could look like for me. So for my mind and my body, not only did I, you know, take time to do yoga for the mind part, because it really made me sort of focus in the moment and um, give myself, I call it giving myself the gift because it really helps me be more present in what I was doing. And I started to look at my practice as a gift, something that relieved me of what had happened or thinking of what had happened or what was going to happen. I use that 
practice time, whether it was 10 minutes or 30 minutes, but I just used that time as a gift for myself to really be in the moment. So that helped with my mind, but the actual practice of yoga helped with my body as well, right? Um, I became more focused on um, not just what goals I created for myself, but the intention and the actual working towards um, the goal itself. And I decided to invest more in me um, and more in my business, but we'll get to the business part later on. I also I also use this time to pay less attention to what I couldn't control. And I really decided to give more attention to the things that I could make a difference in, things that I could affect change on, um, and really give myself that um, that attention and that focus. Because I think we get so wrapped up in what others want for us or what we want for others or what someone else says. And we don't really, we're not as intentional about giving ourselves what we want and making steps towards getting the things that we want um, and allowing, we allow other people to take up that space in our minds. And so during this challenge, I really was able to get a hold of that. And so that's the result of really being very intentional about doing something different to get a different result. I just loved every single thing that came out of that mindful practice. Um, as, as, you know, as luck would have it or as fate would have it in being more mindful and being more intentional, I decided also for my body to practice a more plant-based diet, right? So it was definitely something that I had never thought of before because I do enjoy meat, but I was reading about the benefits and have always been a bit skeptical of vegetarianism um, because I didn't know, right? I had, I was ignorant and I thought that it was a bunch of salad and vegetables and, you know, flavorless, you know, denying myself these things that I really, really enjoyed. And it was ignorance on my part. And I had no idea of the, the benefits it would be to me. Guys, my blood sugar went down 30 points. It dropped 30 points. For me, just doing more plant-based for breakfast and lunch, I did have meat um, at dinner because it really just depended on what I cooked for my family Um, because I didn't do anything different for them. This was my journey. It was no point in me taking them on it if they didn't want to go. And so, but just doing that and the mindful um, uh, yoga practice every day, I dropped 30 points in my blood sugar and the inflammation that I had in my joints and um, some of the pains and, you know, you know, the, the crackles and pops that were happening were minimized as well. I mean, just for me being very intentional about what I put in my mouth and, and how I, um, thought of food was very beneficial for my body. Now I didn't lose any weight, but I also didn't gain any weight either. But, and, um, just this past weekend, I had people who were complimenting my skin and um, also they, there was, you know, one or two that said I looked a little smaller. So I'm guessing maybe I lost inches, but I didn't really lose any weight, but that's okay. Um, and then also with that yoga, it made me feel more 
loose and flexible and it helps to relax me. Um, and that also did a great job for my body as well. And so I've definitely decided to continue on with those two things, just, you know, the yoga practice uh, for my mind, as well as just being more intentional and thoughtful, taking more time to chew on something before I, you know, do something on impulse, you know. So it's, 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 it's taking time. This challenge was really about taking time, looking at areas of my life that I wanted to see change and then developing a strategy to affect that change. And so that to me is what the challenge was about. So if you don't, you don't have to do a challenge specific to what someone else thinks you need to do. I encourage you to look at your life and look at areas that you want to see change in. Where do you want to be different or do something different or have something different? And look at what you are not doing that could potentially help you that you wouldn't necessarily do just because, but it is a a thing that you feel like you could do. um, And you could just do it for a month and see if it would work for you. You would be very surprised um, at maybe the change or the difference or the, you know, the progress that you might see. Um, So if you don't want to call it a challenge, don't call it a challenge, but definitely look at areas of your life where you want to see improvement or you want to see change, and then look at how you could possibly do that within the confounds of what it is you like or you don't like or whatever. Like I love food, but I also love vegetables and I don't necessarily have to have a meat with every meal. That was a given even before the challenge. So when I decided to do a bit more plant-based, it wasn't a hardship for me, but it was definitely something different that I had not committed to in the past. Um, yoga is something that I've done in the past, but it was a practice that I had gotten out of. I knew it would be relaxing and it would give me a little bit of a stress relief, but I didn't anticipate the, the gift that I would be, that I would come to know it as. Um, and so, you know, you have to really, I mean, I keep saying it, but you do have to do something different to get a different result. You cannot continue to do the same thing, expecting something to be different in your life. That is the definition of insanity, you know? So let's not continue to be insane. And on that, on that hamster wheel, um, we can definitely make changes in our life to get us where we want to go, but we have to be willing to do the things that are going to get us there. Now, the third area that I worked on was my spirit, and um, I am a believer. So for me, when I say I'm working on my spirit, that means I want to get closer to God. I want to understand what he has in my life. I want to know what he's saying, and I want to listen to determine uh, where he wants me to go, what he wants me to do. And um, I have been in search of a Bible study and I used to do Bible study fellowship was just this intense Bible study program that gave me the discipline because it was a situation where you go, if you're not familiar, you go to Bible study, you get some questions, um, like a little worksheet and the worksheet has you in your Bible every single day asking questions and you go through the words, you read the scriptures and you answer the questions and then you come together into a group where we go through the questions together and it was um 
so beneficial because I would hear other people's take on the scripture, what they got from it. And it really helped me to learn a lot um, uh, biblically, just really understanding God's word. And that I did that for eight years. At the time when I finished my last uh, Bible study fellowship um, year, it was an eight study, an eight year study. And I had done all eight years. Now, since then, they've added a couple of more studies. And my life has just not, um, I'm not in a place where I could devote that amount of time to it. But I tell you, it was, I haven't had anything like it. And I love the aspect of, of having questions that you go through the Bible and you answer the questions and you sort of chew on it and understand what it is and how it can be applied to your life and how you can use that to maybe feed someone else's soul later on. And I just haven't found that yet. So I decided that in the month of April, instead, what I would do was just commit to a devotion every single morning before I started my day um, and just really kind of devote, even if, I mean, I don't, I didn't do a ton of time. It was maybe five, 10 minutes where I would read my devotion and I would pray and I would read through the scriptures that went with that devotion and really let it feed my soul throughout the day or, or nourish any challenges I was having um, and that it spoke to in my life. And, you know, it it really does help during the day when, like at the beginning of the day, when, you know, especially if you know that it's going to be, it's going to be a hard day or it's going to be a stressful day or you got to tackle something that you really don't want to tackle. It really did help with that. And my faith was already strong, but it, it it did improve my behavior in the way I approach things, my attitude towards things, my expectations of things, um, just being uh, a little bit closer with God every morning and really understanding what he's feeding my soul with that particular day was extremely helpful. I, I, my morning devotion, like I mentioned, it, my morning routine was changed because of that morning devotion. The biblical application, I'm telling you, like I was able to apply the words I was reading in that devotion to my life. And I really tried to practice the fruits of the spirit a little bit more. Of course, there's one that that, that gets me every single time, patience. But I, I, you know, if you're not familiar with the fruits of the spirit, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I tried with the mind, body, spirit, and business um, challenge, the self-control was definitely in there. Faithfulness, just knowing that God is in control um, and just being able to stand on that and put one foot in front of the other and move in the direction he would have me go, knowing that he's got it and I don't have to really stress over it was something that I've always done, but I just did a little bit more of. Um, Patience has been something that I was practicing um, and they, you know, I always say, you know, don't ask for patience because God's going to give you the trials to help make you patient. And so I don't want the trials. So I usually try to ask for strength to endure um, instead of patience, but definitely, you know, um, something that I practiced and joy, just having joy in spite of my circumstances was something that I did try to practice um, throughout that month a little bit more of. Um, so, I mean, it, Spiritually, I feel like it's just a matter of just really devoting that time to spend with God, just like 
being present, giving myself that gift of being in the presence of God through his word is something that I can definitely improve on, even as, you know, even though the challenge is, is technically over that I've decided the time frame, I could definitely stand to um, give myself that gift of time in his presence a little bit more. Um, also for my spirit, I just, I, I felt like, you know, giving and being um, kind was a way that I could operate inside my nonprofit. I don't know if you know, but I do have a nonprofit, the Unique Friends Foundation. Look it up, uniquefriends.org um, and learn all about that there. But I did try to you know, get a little bit more involved. Um, you know, things have sort of been shut down because of COVID, but I just, you know, during the month of April, I really did push a little bit harder on some of our partners to get more involved with us so that we could do more things with our day hab that we work with. Um, so I did do that and that worked out well. We, I was able to secure like maybe, you know, once a week we can do certain things with the particular, uh, um, partner that we have. Um, and I did, I try to do more for other people that, you know, doing more for other people, giving, um, and just helping someone else out in a time of need always makes me feel so much better. And it's so good. Take, it takes the pressure off of what your own problems and what you have going on. So I try to do more of that also during the month. And that is so rewarding. Um, so that was something and then I told you that I practiced the self-control through the discipline of yoga and my diet and um, also just being in that devotion time. Another thing that I did and I've always done is I increased my prayer time, but it's just nothing for me to be. I, I just pray all day. Like I don't have that. Um, I don't have that ritual type. I have to get on my knees and I have to be quiet. I have to be in the closet. I pray all day. I'll just be in my car talking to God because it's really, it's just a conversation. And so I had those all the time, you know, <laughs> not just when I woke up and when I went to bed or doing my devotion time or whatever, but like all day, I mean, I could be in my car. Someone might say something. If I see an accident, I'm praying for the family. If someone texts me, I need you to pray for me. I did that. Now, funny thing, my husband has a, well, it's not his. It actually started off as mine. It's a prayer book. And when I tell you that I'm going to pray for you, I will put your name in a prayer book. And then I will pray for the people in the prayer book. Well, we've done that so often that our prayer book is like this huge prayer journal. And there are names on top of names, on top of names, on top of names. And my husband took it one day to put a name on it. and He never gave it back. And so he has a prayer book. And so while I'm praying, I don't have a prayer book. A lot of times, and but um, I always pray for the people in the prayer book, and I just say, Lord, you know each of their names, you know each of their circumstances, and I just pray that you would touch them and cover them and heal them and protect them or whatever they need. You know it. I don't need to know it, but you know it, and um, and so I do that as well. But yeah, my husband took the prayer book from me, um, and so, but it's okay. He hogs it. It's fine. I pray for the people in the prayer book. I don't need to call their names. God knows who they are. So that's kind of how I grew spiritually and um, just continued in that practice. I just did more of it. My behavior became better. It wasn't something that I was not doing. It was just something that I wanted to do better. I wanted to behave better with that particular area. Whew. Well, hunty child, let me just tell you about the business challenge I had. 
So I have been in business for a very long time with a number of businesses. So when I tell you that your passion takes a journey towards its purpose, trust and believe that I am telling you from experience because I have had a plethora of businesses. But if I look at them, they are all within the same genre. They're all within the same niche. I am trying my best to make people in their businesses look their best to attract the people that they want to attract. And for me, that has manifested itself as um, a marketing uh, person, uh, a licensed cosmetologist, a fashion stylist, a consignment shop owner, and now uh, personal branding is what I was calling it. And now that I have been, I have done this challenge, I've invested in myself into a program that was definitely an investment, but I had a couple of people who believed in me um, and encouraged me to, to take the leap of faith with this, this program, this investment. But in doing it, in the first few weeks of me doing this program, there was a series of assignments that really helped me to see that I was right in that I felt like I had all the pieces of the puzzle, but I was unable to really connect the dots to get the results that I was really hoping for, the, the direction that I really wanted my business to go. Now, the direction that I'm like where I am, I've done quite well and I've, I've seen great progress, but it's not where I initially wanted to be with my business and what I saw myself doing with my business. But um, I could not figure out why I was connecting with one group of people and not the group of people that I was actually seeking to attract. I mean, I had done the market research. I had done, I had, you know, I did all the things that I thought I was supposed to do. But in this program, there were a few little things that I hadn't done that I needed to do differently. And when I did them differently, I realized that strategic marketing, though it is definitely a way to leverage what I do is not what people were coming to me for. And it just blew my mind because when I did these practices, these exercises in this program, and I asked the right questions, what I saw was the people that I've been servicing and have been clients of mine for years did not see themselves coming to me for strategic marketing help. They came to me for focus. They came to me for clarity. They came to me for communication. They came to me for productivity. They came to me for developing plans to achieve goals. And that's not specific to business or to marketing. So I don't know if you heard my intro, but it was all about, um, I, I put in there that I help you to be a more effective, efficient, and aware leader, not only in your personal and your professional, but also as a boss. And that means that what I have to offer really does um, work for all areas of your life. I am concentrating my efforts on um, the career or the professional and the boss aspect, um, because that's kind of where I I see the most, my most value. Um, so I, I was able to find clarity myself through this program and because I took the time to do this challenge and invest in myself so that I could be better in my business. So, I mean, honestly, I just can't say enough for the value of really putting yourself to the test, challenging your 
everyday activities, challenging what you're doing and making sure that it is where you need to be. I was actually on a clubhouse earlier. So if you're not following me, AF Patrick on Clubhouse, join me over on Clubhouse. We're going to have some great discussions over there. I haven't done a room yet, but I'm planning to do a room. So if you have any ideas, if you want to have a conversation about something, leave it in the comment box and I will try to add it to my list of things that I want to talk about in a room. I hope you join me over there, guys. I really, really, really am trying to grow that. I'm just starting like going up on stage and talking to people. And so it's really fun. And I hope that you will join me over there on Clubhouse. Um, but yeah, I, I challenging yourself, facing those things that you're afraid of, and just diving into them to make the difference that could, I mean, it could really bring about positive change in your life, in your profession, your career, or in your business. So don't deny yourself that the gift of a challenge, you know, it's just doing something different to get a different result can really be beneficial for the things that you have in mind for yourself coming up, whether it's, you know, a friendship, whether it's, you know, finding a spouse, whether it's um, climbing the corporate ladder, whether it's growing a business or starting a business or scaling a business, um, selling a business, finding collaborators, challenge yourself to do something different to get a different result so that you can see, see the success that you want to see. I just can't speak highly enough for the value of a challenge. So guys, that. Those are the amazing results that I got just from deciding to do something different to get a different result in the month of April. So much so, the results were so good, guys, that I'm continuing on with um, the challenge, but I'm not really calling it a challenge. I'm just continuing on because now I've sort of jump-started this change in my life. And I used to think it took 21 days to develop a habit. But the truth of the matter is, is it takes at least 100 days to change a behavior. So I don't want to change a habit. I don't want to change a habit. I want to not develop a habit. I want to change a behavior. Um, and so I've got two things that could certainly help you in these areas. Number one, I have um, the um, BU Boss Guide, and that's going to help you sort of outline where you need to be with um, your likes, dislikes, non-negotiable, sort of where you are, it maybe even help you define a challenge that you need to do for yourself, an area where you need to do something different to get a different result. So I have that for you. I will definitely put that in the show notes below. But I also have my CEO mindset challenge. And that one is going to help you change behavior. I don't know if you remember, but I told you back at the beginning of this year that one of the biggest lessons I learned last year was that you need to be consistently evolving and being open to failure. That's where the CEO Mindset Podcast comes from because I realized that you need to be consistently evolving, which is why a challenge is so, so helpful. But you also need to be open to that failure because that's going to help you get to your success that much faster. So number one, on the one hand, doing the BU guide is going to help you understand, kind of maybe identify some areas where you need to do something different to get a different result. But then also the CEO Mindset challenge is going to help you with changing behavior, not just developing a habit, but making that habit a lifestyle where it is a behavior that has been changed and is affecting change in your life, your business, or your career. All right, guys, I I can't say enough about how much I 
love having you here on the podcast with me. If you have not subscribed to my um if you've not subscribed to my podcast, go ahead. If you're not following me on Instagram, check me out at AF Patrick. Also, check me out on Pinterest um, at AF Patrick as well. Check out some of my boards. I always pull content from other places, resources that could be helpful, books, other um, challenges, uh, courses, things of that nature that you uh, may be um, able to receive some benefit from. And then also, like I said, hit me up over on Clubhouse, AF Patrick. Um, let's chat. Let's get in some rooms. I've got some fun things planned over there. So if you're on Clubhouse, make sure you're joining me inside there too. We can have conversations. If you're an expert in something, hit me up. We can do a room together sometime. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. I'll be back next week. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, profession, or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.